You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh yeah, they've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the Zabecast. Okay, uh, we are in Milwaukee for a little spell here, and I figured it'd be a good time to try to call my good friend, Notorious J-A-Y. Let's just see if he's answering the phone tonight. You never know it, Jay. Uh, first place Oreos hotline. Oh, how about them apples? How about them O's, hun? <laughs> <laughs> damn dude you guys are calling up like a new hot prospect every month you're like and try a little bit of this guy too and a little bit of this guy too this is what's sucking for so long it this is the payoff right if you do it right i i can remember Zay, there were times during the draft where i would see a guy and i'm like oh we'll see this guy in three years that went on like i didn't see these guys for like 20 years because we sucked at drafting so bad. And now they have it down to a rocket science. But like you said, when you suck for seven years in a row, this is supposed to happen. Yeah. But, but a unless lot of, you're, unless you're the commanders, a lot of, right. Ooh. Well, oh yeah. Well, when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to baseball, it's a trickier thing. Stop yes, me. If, stop me. If we've had this conversation, but we haven't, but well, how do you know the conversation I'm about to reference right now? Oh, okay. All right. Stop me. If you've, if we've had, if you and I have had this conversation and, Podcast listeners were like, oh, God, Zabe, you can't remember the stories you tell? And the answer is no, I don't. My wife was asking about, I believe, our friend One Account Rhodes' son, who's a really good baseball player. I did and, not know this, no. Yeah, no. Uh, his son Carson's a really good baseball player. 
And Johnny, who played junior college baseball, so he got to a certain level, which is not insignificant. I respect that. Uh, junior college is baseball in college, so it's tough. So, right, right. It's a, it's <laughs> it's a decent fucking level. Anyway, yes. I said, so what do you think? And, and Johnny, being a, a baseball guy, says he may, you know, he didn't want to say it. But he said, you know, depending on how it goes, he could keep climbing up the ranks. And so I told my wife this, and she said, well, how does that work then if they get drafted? I said, well, they first have to get drafted into the pros if they're out of high school, if they're really, really good, and they get multi-million dollar signing bonuses. But if not, they'll go play in college. And then after two years of college, they can go out, they can get drafted again and decide to turn pro, but then they get thrown into the minor leagues, and who knows if they ever get out of that bucket of craps. And she asked the most relevant question of all, which was, well, how do they know who's going to be any good? <laughs> Mr. Zabin, if you have that answer, you make more money than the guy who built a better mousetrap. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> of course, why wouldn't I? Oh, I hate him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Go on. Very professional layout by you, Jay, for the totally unannounced rolling intro with the splash open. Did you see that one coming or no? Again, I'm working with the radio genius, so. (laughs) So, (laughs) Well, you were good. You were good. You didn't go, hey, wait, what? What's going on? I didn't know we were on before. (laughs) Can I have, I I heard you and Andy, and Andy was, you were talking about having a beer with the old crew. I would like one day to have a roundtable worst radio ideas ever because you and I were involved in like three. I would love to hear stories and they would be funny, but I think feelings might get hurt, but I think it still would be funny. You know, that's uh that is a funny thing. I, yeah. I mean, look, uh, if we people, preface people it, will get, people will get angry with, with me and say, I've got an ax to grind, but I'm like, no, this was one of the worst radio ideas I've ever been a part of. Mm. Yeah, there's been a lot of them. You know, it's funny is there's uh, there's going to be some tweaks with the station in Milwaukee, and I'll just say that right now. And to me, they are a three on a scale of one to ten in terms of radio. They're tweaks, right? And I'm fine with it, but in part because I have seen so much shit through the years. I've seen so many horrible ideas that some of the younger guys I work with are are quite flummoxed by this, just like, oh, my God. And I don't even have the heart to tell them the stuff that mine eyes have seen. Have seen. You know, like, do I have to explain to them the disaster of putting John Thompson in drive time when me and Andy and the sports reporters had established a bankable, dependable, success record there no i i don't need to tell them that they wouldn't believe it they wouldn't believe half the shit that i told them was true right would would they would they believe that there was an actual time where the national sports radio show decided to name the show the same first (laughs) first team on fox west coast and east coast edition yes he wanted happened that that happened that was real 
that happened, but okay. it didn't it didn't get out of the initial stages. But that was all ready to go. It, it was about to be greenlit, and finally somebody said, "Yeah, you know, it just would create confusion. The affiliates wouldn't like it. You might have ratings discrepancies. Bad idea." Now you know one of the best was whoever started was it you who said, "Hey, let's start talking with the shows." Crosstalk made sense, and it was actually niche, and we stopped it. I never understood that. Yeah, we do a crosstalk on 97.3 The Game. We call it five wide, and the other shows hand off to each other as well, an overlap yeah. segment, and I, I do enjoy it. It gives you fresh receivers to throw to for a 15-minute segment. And they piggyback on whatever you're talking about before. I bet that's yeah, there are some good ideas, but just so many awful, terrible ideas. Far between awful, the PDs. Awful, <laughs> awful, terrible ideas implemented by the most mediocre to paranoid and delusional people who have ascended to a rank in radio that they should have never gotten to. But Peter Principal, if you stick around long enough, the good people leave to get better jobs or get out of the business. What's left then, Jay? The uh, okay, mediocre Jason. people. I, like like Scott Jackson, our buddy Scott Jackson just got a gig down in the Tidewater area. I saw that, and I'm wondering he's be, is he moving or is he going to port yeah, that thing I, in from his home in Fairfax? I talked to him yesterday for like 30 minutes. He's moving. Him and him and Heather are selling the house. Good, and they're rolling there because he's from that area. I mean, he's not from, but he he went to ODU, and you know, when good things happen to good people, I like that. That yeah. makes me feel good. Good for Jackson. Jackson's a grinder. He's a survivor. And, yes, I'm glad he's going back down there and uh, glad to hear that sports radio is thriving in the Tidewater. Before we wrap <laughs> this up and get to the big news, which is we might be hot on the trail of Tupac's uh, killer. I'm going to kill. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to let you down on this. Da-da-da. <laughs> Happy I'm anniversary. Sorry. Andy Poland tweets to the 980 amplitude modulated frequency. It signed on 100 years ago exactly to the day, Wednesday, wow. July 19th, he said, I enjoyed being on it for nearly 20 of those years, to which I said, smart acidly, yeah, pretty good reception, too, under the tower, dot, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> what a dick. What oh, a dick. Yeah, that, that station built your house, you asshole. You How can't did... just let it go. <laughs> well, you look. If you were a good race car driver and you had the shittiest equipment and the worst team and the slowest car that was always breaking down, would you feel really good about it? Yeah, no, that's true. no, you wouldn't. I, every day in drive time when the sun would set, especially in the winter during football season, which, hey, is kind of an important season, right? And our, pow- our signal would go straight to shit. JFK would just boom. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, this is so not a fair fight. And I had a program director who I won't name because he's a, I mean, you don't like him, Chuck Sapienza, but I won't name him by name on the program here, on the podcast. The worst human being who's alive today. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> he said to Andy and I once, because we said, he's like, well, you know, once you get to the 530 window, you start to really fall off. And we're like, yeah, that's when it gets dark. That's when the signal goes straight in the shitter. He said to us with a straight face, well, you're just going to have to try to do what you can to be compelling enough to have people hang with you through it. And I'm like, okay, that's impossible, but I'll just try to do the impossible. Uh, So I worked on a station. It's between D.C. and Baltimore, W-O-L and W-O-L-B. It's Kathy Hughes Station. It's kind of a 
landmark station in the black community. Being, I'm being serious, it is. Uh, but after like 11, as you just said, it would go down to like 1,000 watts and sometimes just go off the air because it was so low. So during this time, some idiot decided to make me in charge, which was hysterical, Zabin. I, I, I can give you a story. I was you in charge. I was, I was a terrible. I was terrible. I was terrible PD. I was terrible. Because I, I, why? I, I just did you turn why? into a lying, conniving, no, backstabbing no, no, no. jackass? No, I couldn't understand when like people wouldn't show up for their with, for their shifts, and I was oh. like, "You're fired." <laughs> shit like I do shit like that, you know? Because I because I like there were times you in the show. I would, That's the number one rule of radio. You post. Right. It would be like I can remember when I was starting out. I I was doing like with a sports show, and it was like from from nine to 11 and the 11 o'clock person wouldn't show up and I'd be stuck to like five in the morning. It's shit like that. That's, Whoa. Yeah, could, yeah. But anyway, so, that's wholly so, entirely I unacceptable. So I, I remember, anyway. yeah. Okay. I remember one time early in my career at a, doing an update shift at one-on-one sports in Northbrook, Illinois. One-on-one I, sports. I, I, <laughs> I somehow got a hold. I was on the phone. I didn't have a cell phone then. This was 1994. And I somehow from the apartment phone called and said, I'm running a little bit late. I need you to do the uh, 1120 update and then I'll be there and I'll pick it up from there. I was supposed to do my first update at 11. Phone hung up real quick with the update anchor who was on duty at the time. And when I got there, the program director, Mark Jenskow, met me. As soon as I walked in, pulled me into his office, he goes, look, this is not how we do things. So you will be here for a very short time. This is your shift. You need to post and be ready to deliver all the time when you're on the schedule. Do you understand? It's like, yeah, okay, shit. But that's the thing, because if you allow that, chaos. Chaos yeah, but ensues. Er, but, but everybody hated me. And so, okay, so here's my, So I, I was the PD, but I had somebody in charge of me. Do you know a radio host named Joe Madison? Have you heard of him? He's no. Okay, he's 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 called Joe Madison, the Black Eagle, and all he uh, <laughs> he, he is what in radio there are like three people that I despise. He's one of them. So he was my and he knew nothing about how radio worked. He was a host who they threw in because he was kind of a name in the community. Okay, and he called me one day, Zabe, at one thirty in the morning, and he goes, "Jay, the station's off the air," <gasps> and I'm like. You're like, well, Joe, what am I, I supposed said, to do about it? Thank you. And and I, with the smart mouth I have, I said, Joe, do you think I have a button in my house to push it? I can't do anything about it. So we just, and, and you know, it's just stupid people like that that, that were in my, what in my did career. He, did, what did he say to you? Did he get? I think he, I think he cursed at me, cursed at me too. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just shit like that, that radio. What have you said? Then, what have you said? Eh, that sounds like an engineering problem. Click and then you rolled over and went to bed. I should. I, I should. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't sound like programming to me. It sounds like engineering. Uh, call yeah. them. Like he literally like, and then he like waited like I would magically go, and the station was on the air. You know, it's, <laughs> clap, it's, clap. It's, the clapper. Then, if only there was such a thing with two claps. Clap yeah. on, clap off. The clapper. Because <laughs> I, I heard. Um, you know, remember Opie and Anthony? Yes. I, I, and Opie, I, I saw he does a video thing, and I think they're kind of funny. And he was talking about going over to Sirius. And I'm like, the people at Sirius are just the same dummies that, are, that, that fired you guys. Radio. Right. Yeah, why would you go to Sirius? 
just, yeah. just idle talk. He's like trying Dave. to he's trying to chin up sort of interest, you know, try to try to keep his options open, right? Just just do a just do a podcast like you. Honestly, well, I make millions. I'll, I'll let you know when that's happening. You'll, okay. you'll know when I'm out of my Kia Carnival minivan and okay. uh, and into a nicer sled than that. <laughs> when I've got my own like uh, tour bus when you have size a Denali. When you have a Denali, What's and that's just Denali? that's my beater car. That's the <laughs> that'll be the Denali will be the car that I've got the uh, the keys in a bowl by the front door. Just go ah, take any old set of keys. What's that for the Denali, or is that for the Seven Series? Whatever, have fun. So, so you're not making Rogan money with this? Okay, sorry. No, but you know what? <laughs> I, I'm doing I'm doing all right, thanks to contributors like you, valued contributors like you, and I don't take my audience for granted or the people who listen to the podcast get stuff out of it. I think people love it when we talk inside baseball shit like this. They do love it when we peel back the curtain on the business and stuff we've seen. They dig that. And I, this is the perfect venue for it as well, right? I believe so. Yes. This is the absolute perfect venue. There's still, there's still danger lurking. Like maybe Chuck will get a hold of me after hearing this or something. And he'll say, and Chuck will say, Chuck will say, you know, I didn't put it that way. I know I didn't put it that way. Okay. Just so you know, but, but Chuck and I are, Chuck and I are fine. Uh, I, I don't, don't care. Well, I'm not. So I'm going to say the most <laughs> dastardly thing ever done in radio was done by Chuck Sapienza. And it wasn't even to me. It was done by him to Mark Stern. I don't care. Dave, you're just going to have to sit and take it like broccoli. Wait a minute. Every, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You have to take I'm going to vet Sorry. this off the air. This will nope. be a next week's story. Come on, Jay. <laughs> This needs to be a next week story because if it's not true, you're blaspheming. Is, you are you are slandering. You are slandering a guy who's still in the business. It is one hundred and ninety percent true. I no, 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 no. Okay, it's right, it's okay. it's true to you. It's I your truth. What he did it. You, well, what he did it. I know okay. it's your truth. I, I think I, I know what you're. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. But I would rather yeah, steer like, away from that. Okay. Like 20, okay. <laughs> right, let's, let's, let's get let's get to who killed Tupac. Dear listeners, Zabe is a pussy. Pussy. <laughs> pussy. Sellout. Coward. Exactly. <laughs> Guilty as charged. I'm sorry. You I'm know what I want to do is I want to get this podcast in the in the uh, in the I can. Know, I, I want to go to I sleep, know. wake up, play some golf okay. tomorrow, All and right. have a nice okay. life. Okay, here All we right. go. Uh <laughs> headline TMZ Vegas search warrant tied to uncle of rumored killer. Of Tupac Shakur. That's, this story's been around for like 15, 20 years. This, this guy, Keith, Keith something. Keith D. Yeah, we, I, we've known about this. this. This is not new. The home cops raided in Vegas this week in connection with the unsolved Tupac Shakur murder belongs to the guy, to the wife of a guy who says he was in the car with a man who shot and killed the late rapper. TMZ yeah. has confirmed the address where Vegas Metro executed a search warrant Monday night and it's owned by a woman named Paula Clemens, who's married to Keith D. Yeah. Folks familiar with Tupac lore know exactly who Keith D is. He's a former Crip. And for years now, he's been doing interviews claiming to be the uncle of the late Orlando Anderson, who's been suspected, at least on the streets, Jay, to have been the shooter that fateful night. Yeah, I think Orlando Anderson was the one they got in the fight with at the Tyson fight. Yes, Orlando and his crew were in Vegas that night. 
Orlando was actually jumped by Tupac, Suge Knight, and other Death Row affiliates at the MGM Grand. It's an altercation that was caught on surveillance video, and many thought Orlando might have orchestrated a revenge shooting after the Tyson fight that night. For what it's worth, Orlando denied any involvement before he was, uh, this is crazy, Jay, killed in a shootout (laughs) himself. What? What? That's crazy. I know. I know. Uh, as for Paula, his wife, he sh- or Keefe's wife, she also owned a home in Compton in the, in the 90s. And in 1998, the L.A. Not County... property. Yeah, in, in 1998, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department recovered a gun in the backyard of said Compton home, a home of the Sheriff's Department said belonged to the girlfriend of known Crip who was in Vegas the night of the murder. All right, exit question on this now that you say, yeah, yeah, we've known about this. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, holy shit, I think we're about to solve this thing. One being, really? Warmed over common knowledge. Where does this story fall? Four and a half. Oh. They, did a, they did a movie, City of Lies, which pretty much laid this whole thing out. Okay. So, yeah. What Do you think they'll ever solve the murder? Nope. Because? Uh, the Crips and Bloods don't talk. <laughs> so. and, it was a, and it was a guy in a car where way back when, when there was not nearly as much street surveillance video available. So like, good like luck. Still haven't found Biggie's murder murderer. Nothing. Yeah. That's a good point. Good point. So did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh yeah. They've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the ZABEcast. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. 
You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, Draymond Green fell for a fake tweet, which is pretty hilarious because he thought somebody, he thought that Kevin Durant was shit-talking him. And so he fires back at Kevin Durant without even looking at the very specifics of the tweet and basically made a fool of himself. Or not Durant, excuse me, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, Jay. KG. KG, not KD. KD, okay, yes. Uh, he fell for a tweet under the heading of NBA News Centel instead of Central. And Kevin Garnett, with his real account verified, all his followers, said, this shit's a fake account, you know, and you thought you were smarter than so-and-so. P.S. Elon Musk, see what's happening? Fix this. <laughs> and oh, dro- drop the mic right there. So. Nice. So, so uh, where do you stand now on Draymond Green? I, he's got his flaws, but I still like him. Still I'm like sorry. him. I because? Because like he's 6'6", and he rebounds. He play, if you want, he's the definition of what glue is in the NBA. Draymond does a little bit of everything. Full, I know they make a, full glue at, guy. Yeah, I know they make a joke and call him Mr. Single Single. <laughs> but seven boards, seven rebounds, seven points. But he's glue, and I, I like I like Draymond Green. I'm sorry. Nine, I know. nine points, six boards, five assists, four fouls, and seven altercations. Seven, seven, po- seven dust-ups and a couple of technicals. That's a big night for him. And he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Uh, do you feel any sadness for the running backs who are getting screwed? Saquon Barkley was on a podcast in which he said, he was asked, well, what's your leverage? And he said, my leverage is fuck you. I could say fuck you to the Giants. I could say fuck you to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want me to show how valuable I am to the team? I just won't show up. I won't play it down. And that's the play I could use. I remember, I can't remember what running back it was. It was like, Maybe a Ladanian Tomlinson, but he said running backs' clocks start the day they start in high school. 
Whoa. And he said, he goes, because of all the hits you take. And he's right. It's, that's a tough way to make a living. I'm waiting for a running back to be like Sean Springs was with the Redskins at the end of his career, where if he wasn't Blue. perfect, if, he, if Sean Springs wasn't perfect, he was a scratch. And I remember the last year that he was under contract because he knew he was not getting a new contract. He knew that they owed him guaranteed money and they needed him at least for depth on the, on the charts. So pretty much any time he was like a little bit of tweak, whatever, he'd be like, nope, don't think I can go today. He played like eight games that year. Probably could have played 14 if he wanted to, but he, if he wasn't right, he wasn't getting on the field. But riddle me this, Batman. How yes. did the Giants, who relied on Saquon Barkley so much, not want to pay? Daniel Jones, albeit was like 10% better, it was still Saquon Barkley, who's like 70% of their offense. You would think they would make him an offer that is fair, robust, perhaps top of the market for now, knowing that, well, shit, this may have blow up in our face and we may in be three stuck. Years. Right. Like we, we, may, we know this is probably not the smartest of contracts, but fuck. This guy's a warrior, battled back from a major knee injury, and we're going to reward him. You'd think, right? I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I was looking at, uh, I was reading this Steelers blog and, they're talking about they're going to have to pony up for, um, what's his name soon? Who? Najee Harris. Najee Harris. And I'm like, no, you I'm don't. Not ponying, I'm not ponying up for Najee Harris. No. No. No we ponies. We got somebody in the back. Yeah. No I, ponies. We'll go draft no. another, another pony from somewhere else. Uh, Cowboys six time All Pro guard and team captain Zach Martin is unhappy considering not reporting to training camp due to his contract. He says he is, believes he is woefully underpaid relative to the market. He's about to make $7 million less this season than the NFL's top paid guards. Guard. Yeah, Ooh. I know. Here's the thing. The most powerful negotiating tool in the history of negotiating is your heels. Showing your heels. If you're really valuable and an organization, company, sports team knows it, if you have the ability to start walking out the door and show your heels, that's the only and best leverage you'll ever have. And these NFL players and this union, too fucking dumb. 15 years ago when I was screaming it on an AM station that barely reached past the shadow of its antenna. <laughs> yeah. I was screaming, kill the franchise tag. Kill it with fire. Kill all the tags. This is fucking you guys. Don't you see it? And Demora Smith and the union stance was, well... We looked at the data. On average, only seven guys get it a year. That's not enough to consider it for the entire union of the NFL, which is 1,800 players. And I said, it doesn't matter that only seven got hit with it. All 1,800 were subject to possibly be be getting hit with it. And that's what you need to eliminate. You can't let these owners pull out of their pocket a magic one-year deal with no extra bonus money to keep you tied to the team. That's a fucking ripoff. Wake up. I will never make fun of Kirk Cousins ever again. No. He fought his way through not one but two of those tags and yeah. laughed in that drunken doofus uh, 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 George Allen's face, George Allen, uh, Bruce Allen's face, and said, okay, fine. That's why I'm yeah. a Cousins stan. Not because I, I, he's a great quarterback. I know he's not a great quarterback. He's okay. But he's an ill negotiator. Yes. He, he bet on himself, and he overcame, and he overachieved. I have a lot of respect for that. Scott Van Pelt will become the new host of ESPN's Monday Night Countdown, per Richard Deitch, succeeding Scott Susie Collins. We've got Van Pelt fans here, right? 
Oh, it's he's we, great. Yeah, it's more work there. for him. I hope he's getting more money for it. He should. And he loves doing that kind of stuff. So he's going to get to travel to cool venues throughout the football season, preside over a pregame show. I guess he's going to have to freeze his giblets off when it gets cold. I was, I was laugh at the uh, on-air talent that has to sit out on a desk in the sidelines for no reason other than, hey, look, look, we got the pregame show here. They're I'm talking never, about the game you're about to watch. Boy, do they I look never cold. I that. Yeah. 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 And it's windy. Yeah. yeah, I never said that. Yeah, uh, you're not going to miss Susie Kalber, are you? Susie, <laughs> <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm laughing because I'm, I'm, I'm hearing your I'm hearing interview with her. her. Yes, yeah, I'm hearing it in my head. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> I like Susie, and I she was hella, hella cute. So yeah, she had she had a dreamy great, eyes, great, greatest great eyes, great yeah. They always sparkled, even when Joe Namath was being a complete drunken lech. I want to kiss you. Ah! <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, it uh, seems really uh, fun right now. Not. Uh, it and is, by the way, yeah. ESPN's talent now. Have, have you watched the sport? I have. And I'm like, they suck, man. It is terrible. ESPN is, is, it is literally a terrible watch. It's, uh, there's not a lot left and they've got no. a lot. They've got a lot of, it's almost like there was a jailbreak at ESPN news. Yes. Yes. And the Michael Kims of the world escaped yes. and then took yes. over sports. <laughs> the Dave Repson. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yes. so unfair of us. These guys have TV careers. We're I assholes know, on I a know, podcast, you and I. Uh, yeah, I'll Michael it's, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it is Madden rating season right now. Yes, are you are is. you are you here for it? The jealousy the hey man, that don't show my breakaway speed of Madden rating season. I haven't played Madden like twenty years, but I heard how did Peyton Manning get a perfect rating with a guy who couldn't move as a quarterback? Ninety nine. How did Peyton Manning for a guy who could not move? Well, you know, ninety nine. You know, yeah, perfect is ninety nine. I I think one year just for um, sort of shits and giggles and shock value, they should give somebody a hundred. And let let the nerds freak out, going, "Hey, hey you said ninety nine was the highest. This is what." And then Mate, just smile and go, "Yeah, well, too bad. We changed our mind." Have them go out. Have someone be like Bo Jackson and Tecmo. You well, could not. You could not stop him. Right, it Bo Jackson impossible. and yeah. When when uh, and fucking Family Guy with the Bo Jackson interlude was the (laughs) but only like seven people got that but it was still funny you know what if you didn't get it google it if you watched family guy you're like i don't get it i don't play video games well then fuck you go google it ask somebody who knows and then (laughs) and then and then you'll uh you'll be there are you excited for the new set of documentaries involving the florida gators under urban meyer yes johnny football jake paul Yes. And steroids. Rank the I, interest in order of the Netflix four-pack of untold stories. Jake Paul, steroids, Johnny Football, and I am so here for the Gators because the Percy Harvin stories are legendary, oh. and I can't wait for them to get out. Okay, wait. That's the, that's the one. All right, wait. Did you rank them bottom up? 
bottom up. Okay, well five, nobody five, four, three, nobody two, nobody does that. Please go okay. top to bottom so people can understand <laughs> what the Wait a minute. fuck. I listened to Casey Kasem for fifty years and he and, went top bottom down. And now the number four documentary <laughs> so on number- Jay's <laughs> list of Netflix interests. The Florida Gators is the one that I am here for. Number one. I'm here for number one and there's no more than I, Johnny Football. More than Johnny Football. Percy Harvin beat up his position coach Zabe. Yeah, well, maybe he deserved it. No! <laughs> His coach wasn't Chuck Sapienza, was it? Should have been. <laughs> Doom! Ba-dum, bum Just kidding. Okay, so um, the Johnny football thing, I got to get this out, and then we'll wrap it up tonight. And I fought in the Manziel Wars, as I like to say. I fought in those wars, all right? I was out there in those fields taking fire. I remember when Johnny football got through Texas A&M and was going to be drafted. And we're starting to get little bits of information, right? Red flag here. Little siren goes off there. Things like, well, he was selling his autograph for a whole shit ton of money. And he came from money. which yeah, is he was like a gazillionaire. Well, his dad yeah. had oil money. So he was yeah. not wanting for money. It wasn't like... Hey, I, I grew up poor, and I, how can I resist selling my autograph? He did it because he liked to flout the rules. Okay, there was that. Then there was the picture of him with the rolled-up $20 bill. Remember? Yes, I do. Then there was the sleeping through the Manning Academy. And he when you brought, out. Did he get kicked out? I think he might have gotten kicked out, but he definitely yeah. slept in. And, you know, if you dare brought it up, there is always a certain number of people that go, oh, come on, man. The guy's young. And... I, I, at one point, I said, well, good luck to whoever drafts them because I think they're drafting a, a drug-addicted douchebag. And Andy, and, Andy was like, eh, whoa, how do you know he's addicted to drugs? I go, I don't know anything, Andy. This is an opinion show. My opinion is he probably has a drug problem, whether you want to call it an addiction or not. By the way, his father at one point said, my son has a problem. So that came out as well it's so funny that all these things now with this documentary and you saw the sizzle clips in that highlight reel where it's like oh man you ain't seen shit yet like i'm gonna tell the real story of all the stuff i did in college and in the pros all these nfl people jay none of them fucking said undraftable none of them he went to the browns after slipping a bit in the first round but he would have gone to the second round of somebody you know that right the I'll let you finish because I, I, I am finished. My point okay. is, my point is, these NFL teams knew more than we did, more than I did. Who said, "Looks like a drug Don't addicted douchebag." Don't draft him, and yet they look the other way willingly. And so many people in the media are afraid to call a spade a spade and go, "This guy's a they, dick." They, but not even they're they're afraid to. The biggest sports radio war I ever fought in my life was Tim Tebow. When I remember distinctly, we there was a time where we, uh, one of our, our hosts passed away. We were looking for a nighttime host, and we were trying people out. And we had this dick bag comedian from Baltimore trying to be a radio host. <laughs> and he comes on the air, and he's talking about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is going to revolutionize the NFL. Oh, God. And, he's going, and when he's on the sideline, he's going to inspire his teammates. And I, on the air, said, it's hard to inspire your teammates when you're sitting on the bench. He will never see an NFL down. I was wrong because he saw one game and fucked my Steelers. But overall, <laughs> I was correct. Tim Tebow was a terrible quarterback. 
But if you said that, you might as well said you might as well said I kicked Jesus in the nuts. That was the equivalent of saying Tim Tebow sucks. Uh, it yeah. Was just, well, it was you, you couldn't fight that war. But guess you what? Couldn't fight the Tim Tebow war. Guess who made probably seventy million dollars on that take alone? Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless rode the Tebow train and flogged it. He was the guy pimping him. And, you know, they did that, uh, that mixtape, you know, Tim Tebow. Oh, Tim, that's right. Yeah. I, I forget the name of the, uh, the guy that would do the really creative yeah. mixes using yeah. the sound bites. And this was after the same Skip Bayless, Mr. $6 million a year pundit that nobody wants to work with, by the way. That's a story I don't think you and I talked about, that they shut down Undisputed they for a month. They can't find it. They're doing, like, star search. They <laughs> yeah, can't they find sh- anybody. They shut it down. It's going to be de- it's gonna be down through August 25th, which will be well into the preseason, which is nuts. But anyway, that said, he was wrong about Manziel because he said Manziel will be bigger in Cleveland than LeBron James. So a guy who could be as dead wrong about one guy to be wrong again about Tebow saying he was going to be this game-changing quarterback is the most highly paid guy in the business. What does that tell you about the business? I've got one more sports take that, that, that drew my ire over the week. Okay. So I'm Sunday and I'm flicking and they have the WNBA All-Star game on. And I and I happened to see Sabrina Ionescu. Is that correct? Yeah, she was the gal who hit twenty five of twenty seven. Yes, threes. it was yeah. ridiculous. That was a silly but, performance. But so I, I watched, you know, a couple, a lot of the interviews and stuff. So to people who hate when I do this, I'm going to get racial for a second. Here we go. How in a league of eighty percent black women? The only people we know about the WNBA are Kelsey Plum, Sabrina Inescu, and the tall chick from New York. Can you name me another WNBA player besides those three? Jay, I'm the wrong guy to do a WNBA racial litmus test on because I don't know any of these gals. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But I, 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 I think there's some Lisa Leslie. Not black. in the league, David. The league. Used to be in the league. Not in the league. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I was, they don't promote any of the black superstars. It's all the white girls. <laughs> really? Okay. That, that's all I know about. And I'm done. Send all your hate mail to Zabe.com. Thank you. <laughs> A little bit of Jay Giles band for you on the way out. Uh, freeze frame. We're going back to 1983, everybody. <laughs> if I had four tickets front row to the Jay Giles band, plus... Uh, access to their tour bus with their groupies and an eight ball of cocaine, what would you say, Jay? <laughs> That's a party. You'd say, I'm busy that night. <laughs> You're like, do I have to watch the Jay Giles band? Yes, you have to watch them and pretend to like them. But then you get all the stuff that comes with it. All right, buddy. We'll talk next week. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye now. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs. Look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you are putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds, don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right. Me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it. And you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up. 